0: Do you struggle to find your voice in a noisy world? Do you feel your voice lacks confidence and energy to accurately communicate your thoughts, ideas, and passions? Do you wish there was an easy way to give your voice what it needs to captivate your audience every time? My name is Clay Collins, and like you, I struggled with these issues for years, but I found a blueprint that can help you change the way you think about your voice and therefore the way your voice comes across to others. Welcome to the My Voice Mentor Podcast. Um, what should I talk about? Like, I really don't know, you know, like, um, you know, like, I don't know, you know. Do you use those words a lot when you talk? When you get up to speak in front of people is, um, come out of your mouth every two or three or four sentences. Do you? find yourself saying, you know, and, you know, and like, and like, I was like, you know, do you find yourself using those words a lot? This does not just affect public speakers. This is most people. Would you like to get cured of that? Well, that's what today's episode is all about. But before we get into all of that, I want to let you in on a great kept secret that I'm letting out of the bag today. I have a five day vocal boot camp that I would love for you to be a part of. People keep coming back and telling me how great it was for them and how much it's allowed them to make some real transformative change in their voice. So I want you to take advantage of that. Simply go to MyVoiceMentor.com forward slash bootcamp to get started or click on the link in the description. By the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, don't forget to hit the like, subscribe and the bell notification if you want to be alerted of future episodes. Well, the truth is, if you are one of those people that uses um, or hmm, or like, or you know, you're not alone. So there's no judgment here, although I was poking a little bit of fun. Part of that is strategic. I'll explain why in a little bit. But you're not alone. I am absolutely blown away at the number of speakers, public speakers, who do this. News anchors, famous, world-class public speakers do this. Average everyday people do this. It seems like it's an epidemic. seems like we have no hope. If if, uh, that news guy can't get this right, how in the world can we? We call them filler words. And the truth is, we can all remove them from our everyday speech. We can remove them when we speak publicly. We could remove them if we do any kind of podcast or any kind of presenting. We can actually remove these and it is transformative because every single time we throw in a filler word, think of it like hitting the negative button or the minus button on the listener. The more words they have to filter out in order to hear what you're trying to say the harder their brain has to work and the less they're really articulating what you're saying. So we have to figure out a way to get rid of these extra words that we don't need to communicate our thought. Well, first of all, why do we use them to begin with? Number one, we are afraid of pausing and yet we need to pause in order to collect the rest of our thought. Right. So rather than pause, we say, um, or, you know, and it gives our brain that extra second to complete the thought. Well, the first thing that I want to say is you're never going to completely remove all vocal fillers entirely. You're still going to occasionally use them. Occ- occasionally, you're going to slip into it. And you're also occasionally going to do what you've heard me do a couple times, which is a vocal bobble or a, just a, 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 a slight stutter in, in my words. Now I'm kind of doing it a little intentionally there. But those things, that's another form of what we do when we're trying to complete the sentence in our mind. Because one of the things that the mind can't do, it can't think and talk at the same time. It can't conceive or think of a thought and say it at the same time. So a lot of times we're thinking, talking, thinking, talking, thinking, talking. So what we want to do today is come up with some practical tips on how you, yes, you, can remove vocal fillers from your life almost entirely. Trust me. Trust me. I'm not perfect, but I have come a long way in this area, and I want to help you do the same. So what do we do? Well, first, let's identify what actually is a vocal filler, a filler word. Let's identify them like and a specific type of like because like is a legitimate word but if like we're using like a word like between every like and it's not even part of the sentence it's just like you know like and then then you know is one and then we put like and you know together like you know like you know how you know like you know you know how you know no i don't know i don't if i knew you wouldn't have to tell me i don't know to so stop saying you know so That was, frankly, guys, I'm kidding because that was my filler word. I didn't realize how much I said, you know, until I went back and watched some of my videos. Like in the early days of my making some videos for you guys, I was, you knowing and liking like crazy. I'm like, I didn't even realize I did it until I recorded myself and played it back. And I said to myself, you know, I say, you know, quite a lot. Well, what did I do? Well, the first thing I would say to cure this epidemic in ourselves is to identify the problem. Identify the problem. Identify the fact that I say that a little too much. And there's there's an element where you have to get annoyed with yourself enough to make a change. It has to be irritating enough to you that you would want to make a change. And I'm going to help you with that. I'm um, going um, to say, um, 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 a lot, um, in the next, um, 20, um, seconds, um, or so. Um, I'm gonna, um, I'm gonna, um, produce, um, such an emotional, um, reaction in your mind, um, to the word, um. That by the time um, I'm done with um, you're going to be like, um, if I hear um again, I'm going to go crazy. That's the first step. It has to be a little grating to your own ears. Not only when you hear somebody else like me, like, I know you're irritated with me right now. But you have to be enough irritated with that sound and the feeling of it that you begin to consciously wake up your left brain, the left side of your brain, the cognitive side to intentionally slow down and not let yourself say the you word. So first of all, it's okay to slow down. Before you go for that you word, just pause. Sometimes a pause can be very, very dramatic while you're collecting your next thought. I've just built up suspense. And actually that is better than um. That's better than using the U word. So being conscious of it. If you happen to be uh, one of those that has a podcast and you have to edit your podcast, this is another really, really great exercise because you can go and edit out all the ums. That would be the next task. I would say if you have a 20 minute presentation, Go in and edit out the ums. You will be shocked. You will be mind blown how many times you say that in 20 minutes. It's somewhere in the neighborhood of 100 to 300 times. And I guarantee if you have to edit out 100, 200, 300 ums out of your presentation, you will make a change. In fact, that's exactly what happened to me. When I realized I had to go and remove these filler words, I'm like, hey, I could just save myself a lot of editing time and just edit it at the source. Edit it at the source. Same thing with like or you know, because those were my words. My words was you know, you know, you know, you know. And I'm not saying don't ever say you know. I mean, sometimes it makes sense to say like or you know. Like, I was like, you know, it was like me. I mean, those are okay occasionally. But if you're saying them every other phrase, that repetition, again, you're causing the listener to have to work way too hard to, to get through what you're trying to say. So if you don't edit and you don't public speak and you don't have the ability, just grab your phone and just start talking into it pretend like you're presenting present like you're you're sharing your favorite drink at Starbucks and put it into your phone go back and listen to it count get a get a notepad out count the number of filler words try to figure out if you can identify what a filler word I bet you you will be able to identify even filler words that I didn't mention because you just repeat them again and again and again any word that you repeat repeatedly <laughs> is probably a filler word probably needs your attention and then Go back and say the same thing and see if you can lower the amount of times that you say those filler words. All we're looking for here is improvement. I'm on a journey of improvement. It gets better over time. And I tell you what, if you work a little bit in this area, it doesn't even take that much work. It just takes a little bit of intentional work. If you do it, you are in the top 99% of public speakers because I'm telling you, I'm not kidding. Ninety-nine percent of the people do this a lot. I was listening to a political pundit. I'm going to go ahead and say his name. Look, I'm not not to be political. I know not everybody in here might like this guy, but he's a good middle of the road, moderate conservative guy. Uh, his name is Bill O'Reilly, and he has been in TV for decades, probably forty. And I was blown away in a. Casual conversation with him talking on a on a podcast. How many times he used the u word? I was shocked. I'm like, surely this guy, after forty years of experience, well, I realized what the problem is. He was used to reading off of a teleprompter. So just because you can read off of a teleprompter doesn't mean that that just immediately gets good speech habits. The key to overcoming, particularly the u word, is you have to begin rehearsing sentences in your mind before you say them. And so that's like the other thing I want to tell you. Another great way for you to eliminate these words is talk to yourself right now. I'm talking to you, of course, but I'm talking to myself. I'm talking to myself. The best way that I prepare for my podcast is literally whatever I'm talking about. I just start talking about it and I start turning on my cognitive brain saying, hey, keep an eye out for those filler words. And then when I do, I stop. I repeat that sentence again without the filler word and maybe even 3 or 4 times because there're certain sentences or certain speech patterns that I even still have to this day that cause little blips, little pauses in my in my speech. And again, you're not going to eliminate all of them. You're not going to no one's going to be perfect. You're st- still going to bobble a little occasionally. It's no problem, but to be intentionally aware of it so that your speech patterns get more direct over time. Because if we can take that filler down to about 10 to 5. Guess what? People are going to really take notice when you speak because every time you're saying something, you're saying something meaningful, you're saying something that's furthering the idea or the story. It's going to make all the difference in your presentation. So I hope I've given you some things to think about. I think there's some real gold in today's episode. And if you take some Even a portion of the principles that I talked about today, it's going to make a huge difference in your next speech, your next pitch, even going and asking for a raise. Eliminating um is probably going to get you the job. Seriously, the benefits here are immeasurable. So let's get started. Let's work on removing our filler words from our speech. Until next time, keep investing in your voice. And I really appreciate you listening today.